Tonight, the Philippine Defense Chief challenges officials of the University of the Philippines to explain why several of their students were killed alongside communist rebels in previous clashes with government troops. More people are confirmed COVID positive after recently coming into contact with the Philippines' first case of the novel coronavirus UK variant. The Makati City Police Chief and three other police officers are relieved from their posts for alleged lapses in their investigation into the death of flight attendant Christine Dacera. And outgoing U.S. President Trump pardons dozens of people, including former aide Steve Bannon. Good evening, I'm Tony Velasquez. I'm Karen Davila. On our broadcast tonight, the Philippine Defense Secretary says he's willing to discuss with officials of the University of the Philippines his decision to scrap a security accord with the school. But he has one condition for the university to explain why several of its students died fighting alongside communist rebels in clashes with the military. Shara Zambrano has tonight's top story. From the streets to social media, people have been roiling non-stop against Defense Secretary Delphine Lorenzana, who decided unilaterally to terminate the UP-DND Accord, an agreement penned in 1989, which prevents police and military forces from entering any UP campus without permission. Speaking to the media on Wednesday, Lorenzana said he will only talk to UP President Danilo Concepcion if he can explain how some UP students somehow end up as members of the NPA. Lorenzana showed a document with photos of supposed students killed during armed encounters with the military. Concepcion believes that terminating the accord creates a climate of fear within the university where students and teachers alike may no longer feel free to voice their dissent for fear of retaliation from the military or police. I am willing to talk to him, pero sagutin mula nila kung bakit namatay itong mga taong ito nakasama ng NPA. Explain to me, bakit, ano, bakit ang nangyari ito sa kanila? Uh, why did they fail to protect these young kids from joining this organization that they get killed? If they can explain that, we will talk. If not, then forget it. The UP president has yet to respond to Lorenzana's challenge. But some students in UP Los Baños say the university cannot be blamed for the personal decisions of some. Hindi UP ang nag-radicalize sa mga estudyante ito. Kahit sa tanungin mo ako, tanungin mo yung mga estudyante na nandito, tanungin mo ako kahit sinong faculty, hindi tinuturo sa UP na umakyat ka sa bundok, hindi tinuturo sa UP na um, sumama ka sa armed struggle. It's an internal decision of uh, whoever na sumapi sa mga ganong mga grupo. At the Polytechnic University of the Philippines, students held a demonstration expressing concern that they might suffer the same fate. Lorenzana himself said that he may do the same to PUP. There was a rumor about PUP having an agreement with the DND, but I haven't seen a copy. And uh, uh, former Secretary, Minister Palaciano, Minister uh, uh, Enrile, uh, denies that he ever signed that. But if you can uh, present to me a copy, I will abrogate it also. The spokesperson of the armed forces, Major General Edgar Arevalo, said the accord actually violates the rules of court. 
Arevalo said there should be nothing hindering state forces from serving warrants of search or arrest, something he believed the accord was trying to do when it required authorities to still coordinate with UP officials before entering campus. Paano na lamang po kung mayroong uh, Shabu Laboratory, for instance, sa loob ng, Philippine, ng uh, University of the Philippines, kung kayo po ba ay nangangamba na merong mga uh, droga na maaaring mapunta sa ating mga anak, eh, hahayaan natin makatakas yung, yung mer- may-ari ng Shabu Laboratory o gumagawa ng Shabu Laboratory na yon. Dahil lamang meron tayong kinakailangang gagawing pagpapaalam. The media asked if there was any instance that they were disallowed from serving a warrant on campus, but Lorenzana gave no examples. As far as Arevalo is concerned, President Duterte's verbal support of Lorenzana's decision was enough to make it legally binding. On the same day as Lorenzana's press conference, the armed forces invited the media to cover troops who visited an urban gardening site inside the campus. They were armed and in uniform and were nonetheless let inside after coordinating with UP, precisely the system that the Accord allows. The military say they're happy now that the Accord has been junked. Sa totoo lang po, nahihirapan po ako na pumasok sa mismong vicinity na mismo ng university because of the Accord. Ngayon siguro, na-abrogate na yan. No need. And I can even expand the community gardening inside the university kung mamarapatin. Lorenzana promises that UP's vibrant activist community will not be touched and that people can still freely express their anger against the government for as long as they don't join the NPA. They can shout their uh, lungs to high heavens. They can put in the graffitis around UP. Wala kaming pakialam doon. Meanwhile, Senators Joel Villanueva, Sunny Angara, Nancy Binay, and Grace Poe filed a bill that seeks to institutionalize the 1989 UPDND Accord into the state university's charter. Senate Bill 2002 wants to guarantee that the spirit of the decades-old agreement is set in stone to ensure that students are protected from unreasonable state intrusion. Shara Zambrano, ABS-CBN News. More contacts of the first Philippine case of the UK COVID variant test positive for the new coronavirus. They include the first patient's mother and girlfriend whose initial swab came back negative. Rafael Bosano tells us more. There are now 13 people who have tested positive for COVID-19 among contacts of the man confirmed to be the first case of the new coronavirus variant in the Philippines. They include his co-passengers at Emirates Flight 332, a healthcare worker who attended to him, and his mother and girlfriend. Six more passengers of the flight are still being traced. Yung girlfriend niya initially tested negative, pero nung nag-reswab tayo, she turned positive. Okay? And the mother, uh, nung swinab siya, ang resulta niya rin ay positive. So pinadala na rin for sequencing yung kanilang mga specimen. But the Philippine Health Department can't say whether the newly infected is of the UK variant. Health spokesperson Maria Rosario Verhere explains the patient's mother had a cycle threshold value of more than 30, which means her viral load is not enough to be tested for the new variant. Nonetheless, samples have already been submitted to the Philippine Genome Center for genome sequencing. The infected patients are also under quarantine. 
medyo madami kasi ang prenases natin ngayon sa genome sequencing as compared to the other weeks. Ngayon medyo matagal because dun sa bulk ng ano ng mga specimens. But uh, tomorrow night maybe or Friday morning we can already share with you. Experts remind the public no matter what variant becomes dominant, measures to avoid getting infected will not change, such as wearing of face masks, face shields, and maintaining physical distance. The Philippines' COVID-19 death toll surpassed the 10,000 mark Wednesday. Manila's health department also logged 1,862 new cases, bringing the country's COVID-19 tally past 505,000. The Okta Research Group said the recent increase may be attributed to the reopening of laboratories after the holidays and the increase in cases outside Metro Manila. Bumalik na na naman sa mga dating levels, mga nasa 2,000. Ayun. Yung, yes, yung Kaya reproduction tumaas. number, na, pero hindi naman ganun kataas actually sa ngayon. Oh. Uh, nakikita natin yung pagtaas nasa ibabang, ibabang lugar eh. Topping the list of areas with the most number of new cases are Zamboanga City, Davao City, and Kalinga. The city of Tugigarao was recently placed back under an enhanced community quarantine to curb a surge in COVID-19 cases. Only essential workers will be able to travel in and out of the city freely. But the local government assures residents of aid. Good assistance for sa kanila, no? At pagtulong-tulongan po namin ito together with the city and the province po. At in fact, for today po, nagpadala na rin ako sa kanila ng 500 kabans of 50 kilogram rice para makatulong po sa city. At some financial assistance din po sa mga barabarangay. Rafael Bosano, ABS-CBN News. Philippine National Police Chief Debold Sinas orders the relief of four officials over their supposed lapses in handling the death case of flight attendant Christine Dacera. Sinas states command responsibility for the recommendation to sack Makati Police Chief Colonel Harold Depositar, Southern Police District Medical Legal Chief Major Michael Nick Sarmiento, and two other investigators of the Makati Police were also ordered relieved, while internal investigation is ongoing. Sinas is said to have based his decision on the report of the Directorate for Investigation and Detective Management, but he earlier said he would leave it up to the Metro Manila Police Chief, Brigadier General Vicente Danao Jr., whether or not to implement the sacking of the officials. Danao, for his part, says he has yet to read the recommendation. U.S. President Trump issues pardons for his ex-advisor Steve Bannon and dozens of others in one of his final acts in office. Meanwhile, on the eve of his inauguration, President-elect Joe Biden pays tribute to Americans who died of COVID-19. Our North America Bureau Chief T.J. Manotto has more. The day before he sworn into office on the steps of the U.S. Capitol in Washington, D.C., President-elect Joe Biden spent his final moments getting an emotional send-off in his home state in Delaware. Biden thanked his supporters at an event at the Major Joseph R. Bo Biden III National Guard Reserve Center in Delaware, a reserve center named after his late son, the Iraq War veteran and former Attorney General of Delaware, who died of brain cancer in 2015. The president-elect could barely hold back his tears as he wished his son were still alive to witness this day. You know, Yuval, it's kind of emotional for me. I am proud, 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 proud to be a son of Delaware. And I am even more proud 
to be standing here doing this from the major Bo Biden facility. Ladies and gentlemen, I only have one regret. He's not here because he sh we should be introducing him as president. But we have great opportunities. Delaware has taught us anything's possible. Anything's possible in this country. So God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Thank you. Upon arriving in Washington, D.C., Biden, his wife Jill, along with Vice President-elect Kamala Harris and her husband Doug Emhoff, took a solemn moment as they observed a moment of silence during a national memorial in Washington, D.C. to honor the 400,000 people who have died of COVID-19. To heal, we must remember. It's hard sometimes to remember, but that's how we heal. It's important to do that as a nation. That's why we're here today. Between sundown and dusk, let us shine the lights in the darkness along the sacred pool of reflection. Remember all whom we lost. Meanwhile, speaking at the White House in a taped address recorded the day before, President Trump gave his farewell speech. Without mentioning Biden by name, he wished the new administration well, but also took time to tout his administration's accomplishments. This week, we inaugurate a new administration and pray for its success in keeping America safe and prosperous. We extend our best wishes, and we also want them to have luck a very important word. Even though critics from the Democrats and Republicans have blamed Trump for inciting violence at the Capitol on January 6, Trump appealed to all Americans for healing and unity. All Americans were horrified by the assault on our Capitol. Political violence is an attack on everything we cherish as Americans. It can never be tolerated. Now more than ever, we must unify around our shared values and rise above the partisan rancor and forge our common destiny. Trump also granted clemency to former White House aide Steve Bannon as part of a wave of pardons in his final hours in office. Bannon, who was a key advisor in Trump's 2016 presidential run, was charged with swindling the president's own supporters over an effort to raise private funds to build the president's wall on the U.S.-Mexico border. Meanwhile, 12 Army National Guard members have been removed from inauguration duty in Washington, D.C., as part of the security vetting process. CNN reports two of the individuals were flagged due to inappropriate comments and texts. The other 10 were removed for questionable behavior. In just a few hours, Biden will be sworn in as the 46th president of the U.S. and Trump will be the first president since Richard Nixon to not attend his successor's inauguration. Trump will have his big military send-off at an airbase in Maryland as he flies off to Mar-a-Lago, Florida, while the Bidens move in and begin their work as they attempt to heal the nation. T.J. Manotok, ABS-CBN News, San Francisco, California. Our final word tonight is a quote from Aberjani. Hearts rebuilt from hope, resurrect dreams killed by hate. And that is The World Tonight, the 20th of January, 2021. I'm Karen Davila. And I'm Tony Velasquez from the Philippines. Thank you. Mabuhay.